What's happening, my dysfunctional family members listening? Welcome to another episode of View from the Hill. Today's guest is one of my longest friends, local drummer Jesse Catania. Jesse is an Athens local who grew up in an extremely musical family and ended up picking up the drums at a young age. He's been the drummer for local bands such as First Street Heat, Hiatus, Burning River Ramblers, and more. Before he heads off on the next chapter of his life, I just had to have him on as a guest. We talk about his happy-go-lucky life as a local drummer with some of the best bands in town. We also talk about his battle with and victory over addiction. And he tries his hardest to make me laugh. So to hell with the Tanner family. Meet the real Uncle Jesse on View from the Hill. I'm on my way. Hold up and take her 
What's happening? You're listening to View from the Hill at www.viewfromthehill.com. It's another episode. I'm here with probably my best friend who I've grown up with, Jesse Catania, drummer of uh, that last band we just heard, Burning River Ramblers. How you doing, my man? Yo, yo. yo pleasure, yo. pleasure. Yo, yo, yo. It's awesome to have you in here, man. Uh, that song we were just listening to, like I said, Burning River Ramblers, the song is Sad Urn, Sad Urn. Sad Urn, S-A-D-E-A-R-N. Ah, not Saturn. it's Sad Urn. She's a sad woman. Prostitute kills herself. Rough. It is. Rough life. Rough life. It's the real deal song right there. <laughs> we're talking about real life there. Real deal. <laughs> How you doing, man, on this fucking hot day? It's been a hot one. Good. I'm it's hot. S- yeah, no shit, I'm sweating off in this room. We're doing it in a new room here, too, and it's... So freaking hot, man. It's not chilly. Awesome drumming on that song. I love that. I wanted to Thanks. definitely uh, play one that pointed out the your, your awesome drumming abilities. I, I've been in some bands uh, with you, uh, with you drumming, and uh, you know, whenever I can, and anyone's like, who can we get to, to get on the percussion? I'm like, let's get Jesse, Catania, let's get him in here, because you've been, I mean, you were saying it yourself, I think you used the word, you're a little drummer slut a little bit. You've been with so many bands. Yeah, a little drummer slut. People try to, you know, they want to find, they got to find someone, so... I fill in. I'm here. I'm in Athens. Been playing a little while. Here's my measurement of drumming. So someone's like, "Okay, how long you been drumming?" I say, "Oh, you know, 15 years." But it's not really 15 years of drumming. It's 15 years of playing. I really drummed about five years. You know, actual drumming, being with a band, practicing all the time. People say, "I've been drumming for 20 years." Have you really been drumming for 20 years, or right? Are you just like you know at an you know, intermediate level, like, you know, where I feel I'm at and right. whatnot, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you've been you've been playing in your basement for 20 years, but are you an actual, dr- you know, <laughs> exactly. have you been drumming for exactly. 20 years? Right, right, right. I get that, and that's that's cool, but you have, you've been playing in your basement probably for, I mean, longer than 15 years, you know? You've been playing around, every time I would come over, it was always yeah. you know, drumming downstairs in, in your basement, I mean. Just pedaling, piling away, yep. From, from a kid, so I mean, at this point, it's got to be like, 25 years almost that you've been feels like it yeah <laughs> feels like it but yeah like i said it's all it's all a matter of just being with the band and the experience you know so yeah yeah 20 years and i'm about seven year drummer seven years <laughs> <laughs> that's what the conclusion has come to you've been in a in a lot though around here in athens i mean uh, we were talking about you were in a band uh hiatus uh slaughter drive um you started with your brother and then uh and and then then that got you doing yeah. some some other big things um you know you started doing some th- things with first street heat uh, yeah. back in the day uh, that street was big heat. circle k Circle K, yeah. Also, also referred to as Circle Suck sometimes. Yeah, we called each other Circle Suck. Yeah, uh, we was, definitely did that. that was, <laughs> well, it was. You know, I liked going over and seeing you guys in a nice little Circle Suck all together. That was <laughs> that was the best part. That was that was a little weird sometimes, but it was whatever. Best part. <laughs> and then most recently, uh, Burning River Ramblers. We just uh, heard that song, and also you were you were doing some drumming with Bright at Night, also, which is also yeah. with y- your brother for a little while. Um, yeah, yeah. But I pretty much kind of bring them in when i meet a band i'm like hey i got a sweet brummer <laughs> brummer <laughs> a brother who plays guitar let's uh, have him join in i know you've got a sweet brother that plays you know you got two sweet brothers two little sweeties two little sweet brothers and i mean the whole family not only your brothers but the whole family oh all, yeah all music just everyone yeah, plays I, I owe a lot of it to my mom yeah, your mom. Your mom's Dad, a little too. bit of a you know a little bit of a celebrity herself, right? I mean, she's yeah, local in the girls, local man. Girls. A lot of people know the local girls. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And she sings all She actually sang you. I mean, it was always a big thing when you were like, you know, you'd tell me she sang for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And back like, uh, when we were uh, in uh, what was it, middle school, I guess, around the 90s, late 90s. Yeah. Well, when Bill was in uh, administration, they sang for Hillary's birthday. Local girls did. And they had uh, the actual uh, DC orchestra behind them oh, as wow. they were singing. So, it was, yeah, she has a picture and everything. It's pretty. pretty was that like cool. at the White House? Yeah. Wow. Pretty place, amazing. Yeah. They got to visit the White House, sing there. And then, was, I mean, even awesome. your, you know, your dad, too. I mean, he's like a, you know, yeah, keyboard extraordinaire. Yeah. He's been playing for And a also, long time. you know, knows quite a bit about, you know, doing some sound stuff and, and doing live sound, right? Yeah, yeah. He's been, uh, yeah, the gay beat guy. And then they just gave birth to these musical geniuses because, <laughs> I mean, you play drums, but Jeez. you pick up about everything. I know. I mean... It's kind of silly when I'm around you and you'll hear something and you'll just grab some random instrument at whatever house we're at and just start playing it like you <laughs> knew how to play it your whole life. And just in my blood, this pours out like literally eighth notes and quarter notes pour out when I bleed. It's weird. I <laughs> probably is, see a doctor. Yeah, you should see a doctor about that. No 16th <laughs> notes, though? No, those are tough. Yeah, yeah, those are. Those are hard. <laughs> well, man... Uh, how'd this all start i want to i want to pull us back a minute because i i do want our listeners you know get to know you a little bit and uh and hear about where you guys are coming from so you started out you kind of wanted to say with, with slaughter drive with your brother that's kind of like the first like real band you started in yeah really yeah just jamming with my brother because you had been jamming uh, uh, and bass and, uh, quite a bit. I mean, I even remember in high yeah. school, you know, you were doing drumming like yeah, just jamming like parties and stuff and whatnot. Yeah, but yeah, we just hook up and you know, as he grew older and you know, it was he was like you know ten nine and I was playing. So once he got up to like twelve thirteen, he started picking up bass and stuff like nothing. How much younger is Zach than than you? Uh, five years. Five years. Yeah, yeah. So it took a so little bit. So we got bit. that little five year. Yeah, uh-huh. at that age, but yeah, and started jamming together, and we bought our buddy Stefan Linder, and he was our bassist, and we just formed Slaughter Drive, and that was the, <laughs> that was sort of the real the real band, and that and was my first kind of yeah real, yeah real band. Uh, you guys kind of like that was that was a good. You guys were doing things because you you yeah. went were in some battle of the bands, pretty big battle of the bands things, and yeah. and winning uh, winning those right. How, you know, how far did that go? Uh, it was like a. Regional competition uh, amongst the all around the region amongst the regional competition like Ohio <laughs> like like Ohio kind of thing all of Ohio or just it, sort of like all of southeastern it, Ohio it was yeah like the tri-state basically mm-hmm. and uh, we got uh, we placed first and that put us on uh, to open for the very first uh, Nelsonville uh, music festival we were the very first band to actually play on stage you know. Four people in the crowd, but still, right? Very yeah. first people very playing first stage, Nelsonville Music Fest. Before Willie Nelson came, a couple of years later, so that's <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's cool. So you guys were good enough, you know. You went in battle of bands. You went to do something like that, and then was it kind of just uh, the same thing that happens with a lot of Athens bands? It's just like different people doing different stuff. So you guys stopped playing together. Yeah, more or less. Just yeah, going out and joining different bands and just moving on, that kind of thing. And our bassist he moved after he graduated mm-hmm. so yeah and has drumming always been like your thing was that it from day one or yeah that was always my number one interest for sure right on yeah uh, 
I remember that's all you were ever playing, um, but I didn't know if it started with a different with a different instrument, kind of. But, right. but drumming's just always kind of been it. Yeah, like my my parents have rehearsal, you know, and I'd be you know one two years old, and I'd literally sleep in the bass drum, and that's what would put me to sleep. He'd, he'd have to play a little soft, obviously, so he didn't kill me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like if I ever put out a solo album, don't any of you steal this? It's called Born in the Bass Drum, and I'll be coming out of the hole of the bass drum. <laughs> All nasty, all you know, all gross, <laughs> and I'll be coming, reborn alive out of the bass drum. Like you now too. It won't be a baby. It'll no, be like it, it'll now. be me. Yeah, <laughs> it'll <laughs> be now or probably man. like ten years from now if, ever, if anything <laughs> happens, and it'll be even worse. But yeah, it'll be awesome. So you know, you're, uh, you know, you're my first real, um, you know, the the drums. You're a drummer. My first real drummer guest. Um, so explain well, it to me, because because I want to know. Um, as simply as it is what is it about the drums they're loud (laughs) no i mean i guess it's just uh they've always interested me you know like being a director like kind of being behind the scenes and just kind of seeing how it works out from behind was kind of an interesting idea and just being able to work all four limbs at the same time was very interesting to me Mm because for you know for the long at least like half a year it took me to even just get the bass drum down with hi-hat and you know snare at the same time it's just you know especially learning on your own without you know like any former teaching or whatever but yeah. right so so it was just kind of the whole idea of being able to coordinate your whole body you like you exactly. like that idea coordinate your body from scratch Let's i mean was it just a, i think it is a good way to just kind of like you know whatever if you have a, a set in the a set in the basement you go down there and you know you're feeling yeah. pissed off or whatever and you just go down there and wail on the drums and it's got to be exactly some some kind of therapeutic you know something ther- oh, therapeutic there for yeah sure yeah unless you're not feeling it then you're like god i suck <laughs> <laughs> and then um you went away for a while i remember um uh when we were you know in our early 20s i think you stood you know you kind of left the scene because you went away um you were doing florida. some construction yeah you did yeah you went down to florida um, for for a while, um, and what were you what About were you doing down there? Um, helping with the uh, hurricane uh, Charlie, I believe it was then, and uh, it was on the uh, which coast was on? It was a uh, New Smyrna Beach. So yeah, I was on the East Coast, uh, in between Daytona and Orlando, and yeah, helping doing roofing and painting, and just kind of helping out down there and, and making a little money, and uh-huh. so yeah, it was. So they just Good had, you know, deal. there was just a, you know, that, that huge hurricane hit. And even now me, I, I don't even remember it, but you, you kind of got a call to, to do, you know, Hey, they need relief down there. They need help, uh, rebuilding stuff. They need help. Yeah. It's like get- a mutual friend that knew people that lived down there that mm-hmm. needed help. And they were like relatives of the mutual friends. So we were able to have an, you know, arrangement for shelter so we could, you know, stay and then help with everything else. So it was, it was a good gig. Right on, definitely getting to help people and not having to like you know pay to stay somewhere. That, <laughs> as, would, that would kind of suck. <laughs> as a musician trying to make it, I know it's like you always got to figure out like what else you're gonna do. Was construction kind of like your thing? Like I'm gonna, yeah, I'm a musician, I'm a but trade. I won't be able to like like a lot of musicians, especially in Athens. It's tough to be a career musician. Yeah, um, exactly. So construction no is the way. Yeah, in Athens is, is kind of no such thing deal unless you get outside. Get, at least Columbus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Well, I mean, I, there's a lot of people I think in the Athens music scene that th- think they're career musicians. 
This is true. Oh, I just oh, I just dropped a bomb. I heard a little needle drop there. Maybe if you if you're thinking <laughs> if I you know was he just talking about me just now? Uh, yep, I was. I was just talking about we're, you. We're talking about you, if, whoever you are. If you're asking that, so we love playing with you, but come on, guys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that led that when you came back though. It's sort of like um, I remember it. That's when sort of the the just bam you you were in every band I could think of starting with the, and it just started with hiatus it seemed like you were always playing it like a boogie on the bricks on something so when yeah, you came back I got it really just lucky in that in that sense kicked into high gear what do you mean you got lucky just like getting you know needing to fill in for a drummer and being that op- that opportune time right you know it just worked out well and the people the everything in the band you know uh Coralist Joe I mean a lot of people know everybody or who doesn't know anybody but yeah it's just it's just nice to be able to fill in and play, you know, big gigs like that and have that mm-hmm. opportunity. Absolutely. That is, that is. And I mean, you've always uh, seemed to me like the kind of drummer that can just kind of slip into, to any band and, you know, kind of learn and adapt. And that's definitely one of the things that I've always been like hats off to you. You know, you can just jump in with any group of players and, and play with them. Yeah. Thanks man. Unless a death metal wants me, then I'm sorry guys. I think you can still do it though. <laughs> no death metal for me. <laughs> if you wanted to I appreciate to, though, the art but I, I can't do that guys you drummers are too fast <laughs> I mean speaking of luck too you, uh, you've you even got a story where, where you became a drummer for a band like while you were delivering the Ramblers, pizza yeah. right yep for the Brendan Ramblers uh, bought a pie <laughs> bought a pie brought a pie that they bought to their apartment and there was a drum kit in the back and I was like Oh, you guys in the band? You playing? Anybody drumming? They say, actually, we don't have a drummer right now. He lives in Columbus or, or Cleveland, actually. I'm like, oh, well, if you guys ever want to get around and jam, jam sometime. Like, oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. And within like three or four days, we were playing twice a week in my apartment. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Just happens like that. I mean, Just yeah, like, I'm going to deliver you a wild. pizza, and then I'm going to also be your drummer here. Yeah, minute. well, pizza drummer kind of goes together, right? <laughs> right, the, the two go together. It only makes sense. Every time I'm eating pizza, I'm like, God damn it! I wish there was someone playing drums right so now. Just a drummer would show up. Jesus Christ! So let me <laughs> let me know this though. Uh, Burning River Ramblers, good tippers? No, they didn't tip very well. <laughs> but I love the guys. Step your game up, boys. <laughs> and then um, also too, I mean, this kind of when you came back, uh, you know, from your your trip from Florida, and like I said, things just started going and going. Um, and you were just uh, drumming in all sorts of bands. It, it kind of started with uh, that band Hiatus, correct? Yeah. And, and Hiatus was a band. Who were you? Who was in that band with you? Uh, we had uh, Josh Brown is playing bass, um, lead singer and vocalist was uh, John. Can't remember his last name. Sorry, John. And Kent Lankus on uh, keys. Kent. And good old Guitar Joe. Guitar Joe on the guitar. Right on, Kent. Kent. Kent was amazing keyboardist man he was wild man yeah he's yeah he was great why well, he was a wild man yeah he was, he was <laughs> a wild man and uh great great at piano and yeah I, I forgot that you were in a in a band with with josh brown for a while how long th- that band was around for about a year or so yeah yeah i think we lasted about a year <laughs> did you guys play any like uh you know that, that I was did another with them at least <laughs> <laughs> that was another band that you guys played at um you know, like some some boogie on the brick stuff, some pretty yeah. some pretty big shows. I mean, you guys were doing. Yeah, it was one of the it was one of the main reasons you know, I got a fill in for for the hiatus was because they needed a drummer to play the boogie on the bricks. They already had it booked, 
Oh. And their drummer fell out. Um, uh, Eric Wright, yeah, he was drumming with them. And, um, yeah, I don't know exactly what happened with that, but I got the opportunity to play Big on the Bricks with Hiatus. It was pretty cool. Whatever happened to that band, did you kind of... Were you with them when they sort of all broke up, when you got when you guys broke up, or did you leave that band and they kept going? It was more of, I started playing at First Reheat while with Hiatus, and it kind of just, the, the creative juices were more with uh, First Reheat with me, because with Hiatus, it was all structured songs that they'd ever really come up with, so everything with First Street Heat was, you know, my own creativity with everybody else's, so it was uh-huh. just a lot easier to drum that way and it wasn't as you know like difficult if you will i absolutely and i and i know there's different kinds of i i would think at least that there's different kinds of uh, musicians you know and some people are, are fine with that that you know you get a drummer that's fine i step in yeah i'll play your songs but but you weren't feeling that you kind of wanted to have some more yeah writing exactly and um is that kind of a, a little more involved a lot less like a higher gun Right. Yeah. And that's kind of the way you always like to to play the game kind of yeah. a little bit, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll take a higher gun, you know. I mean, it's always a nice opportunity for anyone, but I think any musician could say for themselves they want right. to write and create with themselves and bond with the band together. Chemistry. Right. Chemistry is what it's all about. Absolutely. Ask the scientists. <laughs> they will tell you. And so then you started forming with First Street Heat. Did you come up with them at like the the like right when they were forming, or had they already been playing for a while? Because First Street Heat, I know they were another kind of college band that you know, obviously did a really big forming. thing here while they were big things here while they were here. Yeah. Um. So they they were like they were they were just forming, literally. And uh, I had a friend uh, Nick Graham who played was playing guitar with them. And he recommended me, and uh, we all started jamming, and all started clicking, and we played for, you know, a couple of years, and went on tour. I think Florida with you and Schwartz. Yeah, I mean that was awesome. That was, we'll talk that about was that. Awesome, but yeah. <laughs> um, and, and then and then so yeah, what did happen though? Was it you kind of that that put the idea in people's ears that were like, hey, there's these two MCs, Hill and Schwartz, that would sound really really dope on these funky beats. Was that you or did the band kind of just like, we want to incorporate some hip hop? Uh, that was, yeah, that was my idea. I will take credit for that one. <laughs> I was like, I got I'm glad. a couple of badass MCs here. And uh, if you guys want to, you know, do a little bit of switch up kind of hip hop rock or go with the whatever direction I got, these guys are great. They're like, Oh, I don't know. We, we kind of want to stick with, you know, what we're doing is funky thing. Okay, and then I think you guys came by for a practice and we worked something out, and within that one practice, they were instantly hooked. Dude, it, it was all. I thought it was a great fit. You know, it was like um, not like anything I had ever heard before, but it sounded right, and it was just so much fucking fun to play with that whole was that with, whole group. What fourteen of us? I mean, yeah, it was huge. You know, you had a whole horn section. You know, two guitar players. You know, exactly. And that that was just amazing. You know, big upset to. To Eric Turner and uh, Jack Gould, um, right. for really keep keeping that whole thing organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those people, Eden, uh, Ben, uh, Chris Mack, yeah, going way back. Heck, everybody, oh yeah. everybody I mean, helped. David Young, yep. So many people. Uh, some of the best memories 
um, I had especially was with that man. Like you were saying, when we um, went on tour, and we went on like the second tour with them. They had already been on tour. Yeah. Down to Florida once, and then we went on the there was the a second se- one. Yeah, we went on the second one with them. Um, you and I did. Schwartz went yeah. with them on the first one too. That's right. But the, I mean, those were just that that was, was like so real fun. life. I mean, and it, it was. was it was like man, I'm a real I'm a real life musician, man. I'm, right. Traveling all the way down to Florida, making pit stops to play shows as we travel, and and then, uh, and then you get those tiny crowds, and then you get the big crowds. That's dude, the that's the fun of traveling. Oh man, and so many so many hilarious stories of that. I mean, you don't it's travel insane. with a fourteen member band and not have yeah. hilarious stories. I came up with probably what be probably top ten Billboard hit. Um, we all come from balls from from that vacation. Was that down yeah. there yeah well i'll perform that later and if you want that's that's kind of like a science education <laughs> song right like it is it's an educational it's song. very educational and it's very sciencey because we do we all come from balls <laughs> we, we do we do and you know that's and just a fact truth. that's just science and um you know you make a good song about that i didn't know that was born during there uh during during that tour it was bordered the tour was that was that uh was that that would have probably been maybe at uh, at Jack's dad's place when we stayed there because that I yeah we had the luxury apartment that we had twelve <laughs> of us crammed in or oh, ten of us crammed dude, in the awesome, room though. but it was sweet Miami can't beat it oh man it was great it was great best times of my life I mean some some of the best memories at least oh yeah definitely great memories uh, me eating a whole bag of meat and throwing up after a show <laughs> in that same luxury apartment. <laughs> You were like, Hill, why are you taking Just, a bag of meat into the bathroom with you? I like a, <laughs> a pound of lunch meat. Is <laughs> he sleep eating again? I was, too. I wasn't really. I was sleep eat puking. <laughs> and, you know, it's an art. There's an art to that, really. In order to be an interviewer on a podcast, you have that has to happen. I mean, that's what I've heard. My favorite, <laughs> I think, was when we were up on the balcony at around 3 a.m., and we heard the two dudes downstairs and they were walking home after a really great night and it was just so quiet at night and he just goes when i get on the elevator i'm gonna suck your balls so hard (laughs) (laughs) and then we were up on the balcony and we just Just started cracking up up. (laughs) (laughs) that was awesome (laughs) we were in a gated gay community so that was uh, a little unexpected. Yeah, it was awesome and hilarious. <laughs> it was so great. It was so great. Oh my god, I had never heard uh, someone so excited to get his balls sucked before. And I mean, I I've, I've gotten a, excited. I've yeah, gotten excited. This dude was excited. To Whoa, get, he was really he excited. Was excited. <laughs> I mean, what kind of ball sucking can he do? It's only so much. <laughs> and then we we came back, and then eventually um, you you kind of stopped uh, playing with that band too, and uh, mm-hmm. and and we we kept playing. What what happened there? Did did something? Did you leave? Did you get? Did you get outed of that band? What what happened there? Yeah, basically outed. Just said because there was cause, see you later. well because Nick, the friend that brought me in, he wasn't in it. So then they had another friend who was a drummer. They're like, okay, let's have him come in. And you got kicked out before we went on tour too, didn't you? Yep. They like re-invited you to be like, hey, come on tour with us. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's wild. That's that's the fun part about being a drummer. And, well, you get, you get kicked around. There's that, yeah. Pun intended. Yep. And wait, you're the higher gun, and that's the right. higher guns get get fired also. Sometimes. That's right. That's why it's a hired gun. But then it was almost on to like bigger, better things, because that's when you mm-hmm. started with the Burning River Ramblers, mm-hmm. and you guys were doing some uh, pretty, pretty huge things also. Yeah, up you- in Cleveland. Yeah, it was, we were getting pretty good gigs, pretty good shows. Hard Rock Cafe won the, uh, uh, yeah, the Battle of Bands at the Hard Rock Cafe. I almost even forgot about that. It was uh, four, about yeah, three, four years back, and that's what really put us on the map. And that's like what, you know, kind of got us really started. Awesome. How many, so I got to ask, you know, in the crowd of a hard rock cafe, battle of the bands, what, what's, what's that like? What's that crowd like? They fun? Is that a big band? It's pretty sweet. Was that a big, big crowd? Yeah. It was probably about 200 people because I mean. Packed into the hard rock? Because I mean, it's a tiny place, but yeah, it was just awesome. It felt like the, you know, the old union. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and then that actually like you ended up doing some sort of like commercial or something for the cleveland cavaliers didn't you guys or was that yeah they did after i was gone <laughs> after you were gone yeah, that they seems did. like a common theme so then yeah you were gone from that man mm-hmm. and so then they were doing that cleveland cav cav stuff so yeah is that did bright at night come then immediately after ramblers no, we were mixed together. I was playing with both. Zach and I were both playing both bands. I see. Yeah. And then that went to Bright and Night. And how'd that form? So that that sort of started as like two like two brother sets, right? It was supposed yeah. to be like Emerson and his brother. And me and my brother. Yeah. And the, yeah. Weren't you guys called like Brother Where Art Aren't Thou? Or yes. Something <laughs> I was like, like I was like, why don't we just call ourselves Brother Where Aren't Thou? <laughs> I thought I saw a couple signs for a while hanging up with that, and I was like, I think that's just because there's so many band. brothers in this in this town playing music together. Why not? Where aren't they? <laughs> right, and then didn't you guys like bring you brought then Eli, the third brother, in on that for a little yeah, while, right? He would, he would play with Bright and Night on some sets, yeah. So there was even they were just There'd brothers upon brothers, and yeah, it was keys. it was seriously like a, it's a yeah. You guys are like your own little just. Just the Catania Family Jam Band. That's what you need, just Catania Family Jam Band. You got all the parts there, just you put it together. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take a break right now, actually. After talking about all these bands that you've been in, all this music that you've been playing, I want to play some of this uh, stuff. So we're going to take a break here and listen uh, to a song again. We're going to listen to a song this time from Bright at Night, though. Um, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk more with Jesse Catania. We'll see you there. We listen to View from the Hill, www.viewfromthehill.com. We'll be right back. WLSD. WLC. Okay. Hey, we're uh, Bright at Night, and you're listening to WLCI in Studio A. Nothing really gets improved 
Something's wrong with me Something only that my mama can see Well, this could be because of how I had to go and lose my dad I know they got two that say One crew herb then got scooped away For all them years that I know that I can never get back I'm really trying to find my place Loving music, baby, for the pace And how I can write down and learn from my past Because the lovers they fall like seasons Give up on all them reasons Be no other choice except them lose And if the lovers they fall like seasons Give up on 
in my goddamn What's happening? You're listening to View From The Hill. We are back. www.viewfromthehill.com I'm here with the uh, the local drummer slut, Jesse Catania. That's me. You were just doing a little... Uh, little... i got a pick in my hand. I go like this. <laughs> little pick drumming. Yo. <laughs> and then I slipped up as soon as you said yo, but we can still keep going with the flow. What's your name, Hill? What did I say? I don't really rhyme much. Here's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you know how to put a guy on the spot there. I'm, I beat you. <laughs> We're coming back. We just listened to uh, one of the songs you did the drumming on with uh, Bright at Night, Fall Like Seasons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's another good one. You guys didn't have much uh, uh, recorded material done, but there is that live uh, from Studio A, I think is what it's called. Yeah, WLCI. They uh, yeah put that together. Right, WLCI. Hawking. Yeah. That was through Hawking? Yeah. Right on. Did one of you guys know like a student out at Hawking, or did you just get approached? I believe that Cedar Emerson knew one of the guys. And approach, both. <laughs> <laughs> that was good though. The, that that was a good little session. You got those like little yeah, five songs fun. up on YouTube. So you those know, great. No, no album ever recorded, but uh, that's kind of like a little mini album, sort of. Yeah. And I, I I ripped oh, yeah. it off YouTube. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what it is nowadays. Is the internet? Type in a song you want to hear it. Boom. <laughs> Well, we're back and we're, we're we're talking. We were talking a little bit about just all the bands you played in. Um, you know, uh, we we keep keep saying the term over and over because I think I heard you say it and then I just liked it. You know, you keep referring to yourself as a as a drummer slut and just all these bands that you've been slutty in. drummer, if you will. Slutty, yeah. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you? Just all these bands you've been playing with and um and and. and it really does kind of blow my mind because I've, you know, I've played in a band. I've, I've got my own group and just to know how much it takes to keep up with that, just to think of how many bands you're playing with and also simultaneously, uh, just trying to keep it up. It's just, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's pretty rough. Try to learn, you know, try to learn songs, you know, before certain time frames, and try to click with groups when you can and when you can't and, what works out, what does, what does, doesn't. How do you practice like on your own? Um, you know, if you're getting ready for a show and you can't get together with the band to practice with it, h- how do you practice as a drummer? I just uh, listen to the bass line in my head and play. Do you <laughs> put headphones l- on to listen to the bass line in your head or do you just kind of hum it and Well, play? if we don't have anything recorded, like with Bright at Night, then uh-huh. no. But if I have something recorded that's actual, you know, with tempo right. and everything, then I will play with it. But usually... Yeah, just in my head and with imaginary bass player. So the practice usually lasts about, you know, 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> also in that last, uh, you know, before the break, we were, we were talking about just how, how lucky you've been, how uh, you're always just in the right spot at the right time uh, to get asked to play in a band, to get asked to fill in for a big show. A lot of luck involved. Um, yeah. I also uh, understand, though, that, you know, there has been some some unluckiness involved Ups and downs, um, most definitely. Yeah, you you were involved in um, you know you you were pretty deep in, into addiction for a little while. Yes. Um, 
That is true. And it is not a fun thing. I do not recommend it. <laughs> Everyone always says, you know, uh, you don't have to do drugs. Just don't take them. It's your choice. Don't be an addict, blah, blah, blah. But how did that really start? I mean, it started without, it wasn't right. a party thing, right? Right. It's not. Yeah. It started off with a, with a wreck, you know, like most. A wreck, like a car accident? Like most opiate users. Yeah, it was a, it was a car accident when I was 19. And, uh, you know, from those, it's just kind of just everything kind of built up, you know. It made me feel better, blah, blah, blah. And it just it just expands. It gets worse. And before you know it, you know, it takes over your life. And it's just like, it gets absolutely ridiculous. And there's time for change. And, you know, there's there's relapses. You go through all these things. And it's just horrible. I don't know. A lot of people that's listening can relate to this. Because a lot of people, musicians, especially in the industry, you know, use and abuse and whatnot. And I just like to, you know, let them know that, you know, it's hard, but anybody can do it, especially if I can. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad to see uh, you're doing a lot better. Um, I was living with you for a little part of it. And, um, you know, do you think that that, that was – we were also talking in that, that first uh, session uh, before the break kind of about how, uh, you know, we keep using that term, the drummer slut, and how you've been in and out of bands. Um, do, you, do, do you think that, that that had something to do with it and that, that – uh, your addiction that you were going through was having, having some, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, causing some problems to come up between bands. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Usage would be, you know, my number one priority at times, you know, so I'd, I'd either come up with an excuse, not rehearse or whatnot. And sometimes you get messy and sometimes I could be functional. Sometimes they couldn't. And it's just like, where's the balance? And the balance is don't use. And, you know, it's not that simple, but once you find that balance, don't use, it's actually pretty great. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of people, uh, uh, deal with it and, and just kind of give up. And, um, especially when you have addictive personalities, I mean, you were in that severe car accident, you know, and you were, you know, obviously put on painkillers and, mm -hmm. you know, it's a lot different for people, you know, with personalities and their addictions. And yeah. It, it was, it was really wild too. I mean, the doctors that I'd see too, um, my, uh, my accident was so severe that I was going to doctors up in uh, Cleveland, Columbus. Oh yeah, uh, Columbus, and and it's not quite the same as in the southeastern Ohio region. I don't think because my doctor, after I ran out of 120 Percocet, he'd just say, "All right, let's get you 120 more. No questions asked." Right. You know, just oh, you're out. Cool. Yeah. Um, I got down here into Athens, and once I started getting taken by a local uh, caretaker, they were like, "We're gonna." give you oh you were you 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 were given 120 percocet per month we're we're gonna give you a five vicodin per month like they like really <laughs> right. dropped it because oh yeah uh, it's a big deal i've had a lot of friends it's a um, it's an epidemic down here i mean everywhere but in small towns it's it seems to be worse almost mm -hmm. in in ways could in, you in a weird way could you feel it um affecting your uh, music while while it was happening or were you oblivious kind of at the time oblivious completely yeah. you're in denial when you're in addiction mm -hmm. and so so you're you're just thinking i'm killing it as a drummer what are you guys right. talking about you're yeah yeah more or less yeah there'd be times where yeah i'd obviously probably be sloppy and you know they'd whatever bands or whatever wouldn't you know wouldn't notice or didn't or whatever and yeah, it's just very, you can't tell. Nobody can tell when, you know, someone's hiding something from somebody. Mm -hmm. So that, that's the toughest part was hiding it. Like, that, that was almost the hardest thing is, like, hiding it from people. And 
just the whole over just everything it's just not not a good thing <laughs> yeah definitely not uh was there a moment um good thing i'm not a drinker <laughs> was that was there a moment where where you kind of were like all right you know that something's got to change yeah when i spent three hundred dollars to a whole paycheck just to get uh, you know bag bottle whatever pills you know that was kind of like a rock bottom for me like all right yeah something's got to change you know i understand well i'm really glad that uh that you shared that with us and i'm glad that you, that you made it through it and um you know to any other you know musician or not musician or just somebody else you know going through that and going through um um an, um, an addiction uh you know can you give anyone some advice on on what to do on how to honesty it's all about honesty if you can just tell people you know what's going on or even you know if your fellow band members notice something talk to people you know communication is the key and that's what a lot of problems you know in the past for the past few bands have been is communication you know if you don't talk to someone who is oblivious who is oblivious then what's nothing's going to happen it's just right. going to continue and they're going to be like oh he keeps he's going downhill well thanks for bringing me up the hill you're not you're bringing me down so talk to me let's meet in the middle instead you know like their decisions are just based off yeah we don't need to talk to anybody we're just gonna kick them out mm-hmm. it's like that's not really fair to a you know quote friend if you're going to be in a band you should be friends first off and you know that kind of thing i don't know did you feel like uh like people didn't talk to you enough and just kind of kicked you out and 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 didn't give you any benefit of the doubt or anything is that yep yep yeah. extremely <laughs> <laughs> well you know I think that 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 it, that it happens, and people don't always know how to how to deal with it, and 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 they're not. And there's always that not around it. Silver lining. There's always you know, there's always something. You know, like I'm moving to Philly. You know, for a reason. You know, absolutely. There's a I reason. Mean, things have picked up. But, you know, things happen for a reason. Yeah, exactly. How are how are things going? You you're <laughs> about to have you, you're about to have uh, the time of your life in Philly, right? Yeah, if you want to call it time of life, yeah. So yeah, I move big leap of faith to move in with uh, the love of my life, Elizabeth, and she's in med school. So I'm going to move to Philly and uh, move directly in with her. Just <laughs> bam. I mean, there's really no other way with the you know expenses up there. But it's, it's obviously the best option. Been together two years, and so yeah, it's uh, one hell of a leap of uh, leap of faith. You got to uh, go from Athens to Philadelphia, move straight in with your girlfriend, and yeah. go from there. <laughs> well, the moving straight in, man, that that's wild. But I mean, it if is. there's anyone that can do it, you definitely can. You know, you, we we've been talking. You just you picked up and left and and moved to Florida just quick out of nowhere. I mean, uh, you, you just you lived and made it in Cleveland. You made your own way in Cleveland, which we didn't really talk about. But you you made a whole painting business yeah. uh, in Cleveland and kind of made yourself uh, easily. Just picked up and moved. And yeah. boom, um, uh, did your thing. I mean, I'm not going to say it was easy. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it was right. a lot of struggle, but you did it. And, uh, yeah. you know, if, if there's anyone who's up for this challenge, too, I think definitely you're going to be able to make that one. Appreciate it. Do you think, uh, do you think, you, what's the plans to try to find uh, some musicians to play with? Craigslist, open bars, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's 
got to be endless musicians there like, that I can fit in with perfectly. So as a drummer, what would you do then? Like as a drum, like, cause I, I think it's, it's one thing where a guitar player or something could show up to an open stage with their guitar pretty easily and just be like, I want to go on stage. And that's mm-hmm. how they can meet people. Uh, how does a drummer do it? How, how do you more think? more or less same ways. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I mean, uh, Dave Matthews, that's how they got started. And that was probably a lot of haters of Dave, but I liked it. <laughs> but, uh, he was a bartender. And Carter Buffer, the drummer, was the local house band drummer. And that's how they met, just by doing open stage together. So, I mean, a lot of drummers do get a lot of connections through just simple things as open mics. Right on. Yeah, do do you go to, like, an open mic that has, like, a house kit? Does that make it easier so you can get up there and play drums? Oh, yeah, if that's the case, I'd most definitely (laughs) prefer that, especially in Philadelphia, (laughs) where I I don't have a car to drive anywhere. You were playing with uh, with Bright at Night for a while. I know Emerson. You know he spent a lot of time in Philly. Maybe maybe you can get a little little connection too. Maybe he knows some people Definitely. you can just start playing with. And yeah, we talked like about it. He was like, yeah, meet up with because uh, he was uh, with uh, Swift Technique for a little bit. And uh-huh. So yeah, they got basic connections, and he's totally down with yeah. And there's no way I'm letting you get away with you know not keeping. You're gonna keep on putting your bass and your keys on on this dysfunctional family stuff like you always do we'll just have to do it through the mail because <laughs> you won't be able to come over and and play piano but you're not getting out of it i'm still gonna be like mailing you dysfunk songs and be like i need i need a i need a keyboard part on this yeah just got, yeah mp mp3 it exactly and i'll just i'll give you the bass line right back well <laughs> we got to set you up so you can get be doing some recording so we can we can do that up through the mail i want to make we sure gotta that keep we, it going dude yeah i want to make sure that we can do that that's i think that's important and i mean it is it's so easy to to do i don't i don't understand why anyone wouldn't you know the whole through the mail collaboration yeah uh, with the way recording is and and digital digital equipment is oh we, yeah we can collaborate without being in the same state right yeah I mean, look at, uh, what was that movie? The Naked Drummer, and they got their viral video because they're doing Skype practicing. Right. I'll be the Naked Drummer. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, you are, you're already naked. That's true. Yeah, it's kind of been weird doing this whole interview with you naked. <laughs> I thought this was a birthday thing. I'm confused. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> we're, we're radio only, so, you know, no one can see it. Except you can me. see it. Yeah, I can see it. It's oh, man. all visual. I can't it's even see it. Been a really weird interview. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of man, you have been. Uh, you know, you've always been helping us with the dysfunctional family stuff, and uh, and I, I really thank you for that because a lot of our songs, you know, wouldn't be what they are without. I, I certainly don't know how to play. Uh, bass to any song I hear or keyboard to any song I hear. And like I was saying earlier, you could just pick up any instrument and I just play you one of our songs. And you're like, oh, that's in the key of C sharp, whatever. And you just right. know it. And you're just that by ear training. I just don't get it. And, you know, thanks a lot for helping out with that stuff. And yeah, so that, that's it's... why I say we're going to keep doing it because or else we won't have dysfunk songs that are as good. So <laughs> well, I appreciate it, away. man. I can't. I don't want to get away from it. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the next break we're going to take. We're going to take a break, and we're going to listen to some songs, some dysfunk songs, a little hip-hop, some stuff that Jesse uh, has helped out on, and then uh, we'll be back. You're listening to View From The Hill, www.viewfromthehill.com, with Jesse Catania. We'll be back. I'm the feeling of hearing a beat and bobbing your head I got the feeling you wish hip-hop was already dead Cause you grab rap, yeah you took it in 
wanna play, time is up Fingers crossed, eyes are shut, light it up High as fuck, I am what? Beats, lyrics, jump if you're feeling this Put your hands up, mainstream, are you hearing this? This is hip-hop, this is not rap Rap's on the radio and this is not that Beats, lyrics, jump if you're feeling this Put your hands up, mainstream, are you hearing this? This is hip-hop, this is not rap Rap's on the radio and this is not that My mic check is life or death, that's why I bust back Breathing a sniper's breath, it don't faze me My mic check is life or death, that's why I bust back Breathing a sniper's breath, Yo, you can't be serious Like an evolutionist Having a religious experience Like chicks who just got pregnant You ain't getting this period shit You ain't hearing this clear Turn up your miracle ear Cause when I'm this furious You should be fearing this here Stay clear this here warrior They got more for your dogs They all wanna get raw And they all fall for one fist in the jaw Cause I'm fist till I bronze Stain shit with a stainless For your chicken, my balls Sicker than y'all And that's probably the reason that you hate Either I didn't do a track with you Or your girl's period's late And the truth is I'm let loose now There's nothing you can do to save me Cause you can't stop me You can only hope to continue me, pay me, broken, I'm lazy, on top of that, the rest do, I meant to do it, I knew it was wrong, shit, I did it anyway, well, many wait for the day to let loose, but it's too late, like I'm in the booth with a noose on my neck and a crude state, cause of the beats, lyrics, jump if you're feeling this, put your hands up, mainstream, are you hearing this, this is hip-hop, this is not rap, rap's on the radio and this is not that, beats, lyrics, jump if you're feeling this, put your hands up, mainstream, are you hearing this, this is hip-hop, this is not rap, rap's on the radio and Welcome back, you're listening to View From The Hill, www.viewfromthehill.com. This is hip-hop, this is not rap, that song wouldn't be what it is without your bass and keyboard help on it. That was... (laughs) That was sweet stuff, man. I'm really, uh, I'm really glad you could be involved in that song. I mean, obviously, I, I'd call that probably our most popular song we've ever done. I don't know, it's and pretty awesome. It wouldn't have been uh, what it was without uh, you, you making that bass slam and putting that little <laughs> tiny keyboard in it. I don't think anyone. I hardly notice it sometimes, right? but when it's not there, it's a simplicity. Yes, no, but you, you guys make it. I, I just help. Let's get this straight. (laughs) (laughs) So we have been talking this whole time about just how many bands you played in um, and and that you just uh, played with everyone everywhere in Athens. So I got to really ask, um, you know, some simple cliche questions like this. Um, if, if, If you could pick it, what is your favorite show that you ever played with any of the bands with that you've been with? Well, uh, in Athens, in Athens, or uh, you know, say, yeah, in Athens, probably Jackios with uh, the Ramblers, and then second best would be Union with Brighter Night. We, do, <laughs> do you have a specific Jackios show, or was it just you just had you loved? Playing it was it? just the be- you know most people show up and we played the best together and just Jackie O's with the Ramblers was where it was at. That was yeah. where people would come. And when it came to bright at night shows, it was the union. It was more yeah. Union. Right on. Yeah. Have you been to the, uh, to the new union since it, it reopened? Yeah. Yeah. You and I went to the, the very beginning. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The, we did. Uh, the opening, the opening weekend. The that, opening. That is. Have you been there it since cool. again? Yeah. Yeah. I went there. It was, uh, pretty freaking sweet place now yeah that patio is awesome i've I've said it again and again they're turning that into like a for real for real music venue oh yeah really taking that place serious now and i mean they they can yeah they stepped it up it's awesome 
Yeah. Definitely awesome. Um, you know, I don't want you to lose friends in all this, but did you have a favorite band that you liked playing with? Did you, were, were you know, better experiences in some than others? Yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah, it's a good question. It's all just experiences and don't really know if I have a better. I would say I had the most fun with the Ramblers because I was able to, something, you know, that I did together you know, right at the start, same with First Street Heat. Um, had you know, had a blast with Bright at night a few times, you know, and gotta have to say probably the Ramblers at the Hard Rock Cafe winning that that's the best show and the best time I've had. So yeah, yeah. probably with the Ramblers. Is that probably the best show you've had? Yeah. Is it just at the Hard Rock Cafe winning that? Yeah. That battle of bands yeah, with them. That was pretty awesome. And it was it, nice feeling. It sounds like you did quite a quite a few big shows you're saying uh, like in lakewood uh with them and yeah and uh and downtown Cleveland. yeah <clears throat> right and uh that just sounds sounds like you did do some pretty pretty big stuff with them and yeah uh, Con- connor's doing some pretty big stuff now too i mean he's taking his kind of uh you know he's doing a solo yeah he's doing a solo projects. thing the bassist uh just moved to seattle i mean and it's David like Young, he moved he's out to California, right? Yeah, everybody's. Uh, he was working for Smule, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, doing for sound for like a game, game designing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he did all like the stuff for Smule, all the designing for uh, like Guitar Hero, little <laughs> mini games, does all that. Right, all that tedious little computer stuff. <laughs> oh man, well, you gonna miss anything about Athens? What's the what's the you know are you are you, are you sad to see it go? Because the way you've been talking to me, you're kind of like ready to just like I'm ready to just start over and get out of here and just kind of yeah do stuff in a bigger city. But is it is it I tough? Am. Is it tough to say goodbye? Yeah, it, it is. I mean, I'm officially moving the thirtieth, but I'll be back here you know working until you know that ends end of the you know summer or whatnot. But yeah, other than that, I will uh I'll miss my friends and uh you know, the music scene was great here but just kinda didn't play out for me, you know, and mm-hmm. I think Philly will be a good spot for me and you know, obviously still keep in contact with my friends here and whatnot, but Hey, like I said, we're gonna be doing that back and forth. Still gonna be doing still gonna be doing beats. Yeah, over the internet we're gonna still be collaborating, I'll tell you that much, definitely. You, oh yeah. You did also bring um a few toys here with you i see you uh, got yeah, toys a few things um little bongo thing yeah all right that was really fun and not entertaining okay and you got your guitar here all right so yeah we go like that's an e minor chord <laughs> i learned that <laughs> so what do you think do you think uh do you think uh maybe you got anything uh, that you can do for us yeah i might have something This song's very educational. It's science. It's about balls. Loop. Well, we all come from balls. End of song. All right, I got one more for you here before I bore you to death. And this one is about, this is another educational song actually. And uh, 
I'd like everybody to hear it because it's really important because it's about, you know, inner peace and uh, wanting to know if your friend jacks off. Off. I, I'm just wondering, call me back, no rush. This is for the ladies. Do you clench your puss late at night? Do you fist it with all your might? How many fingers do you use? Is it four, five, three, one, or two? I'm just wondering how you jack off. I might self-absorb if I don't find out how you come. How you come? Just tell me. It's not that hard. Just come. Just come. Unless you're in pun and you can't really do it because you've been using drugs, so don't do it. Bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, bye. I guess is that. <laughs> I don't. Even, uh, uh, I don't know what to. I don't know how to segue after that. Uh, Jesse, the drummer, slut. Most popular song on earth, probably. <laughs> you know, we talk about you being an awesome drummer, so thank you so much for showing <laughs> off your skills there. You do have that. That's true. You did bring the bongos. Do you just hear that? Better than anybody. Well, I'm. I'd much rather you, you know, come here and play a science song and teach people out there. You know? I know what you're saying. So that was that was much better. So, <laughs> I guess, uh, uh, you know, thanks for coming on and being a guest. Finally, I uh, appreciate it. Um, I'm glad I got you on. I should have had you on a lot sooner. Uh, once again, though, I, I gotta, you know, kind of go on the record and say thank you so much uh, for the help you've done throughout the years on all the dysfunctional family uh, albums Thanks, and man. stuff and all, all the stuff you've done. It's uh, really made our music a lot better, and thanks a lot for that. I appreciate that a lot, man. Thank you for uh, stopping by. Thanks, everyone out there, for listening. I know this was a, this was a wild little episode. I've got to interrupt you for a second. Sorry, but little thing for the drummers out there, all you fellow drummers. We all know what it's like to be left behind, to be in the back of everything, even though you're the backbone. That's okay. We do it because we love it. Keep our heads up. More manual labor than all three, four, five, six, ten, twelve other band members have. That's quite all right because usually a band member helps you learn from the best, which isn't me. <laughs> All right. So yeah, goodbye so, guys. Thank you. 
that was <laughs> Jesse Catania. Uh, we had fun on this one. This is a wild one. View from the Hill, www.viewfromthehill.com. Um, hope to see you back. Hope you don't have to come back for good. Good luck on your uh, your trouble, your travels in Philly, man. Thank um, you. Thank you. And uh, we're going to leave it. We're going to take it away from a, from a few more songs that you've worked on. We're going to do listen to some more Bright at Night that you you did drumming on, some Burning River Amblers, and also uh, a little more Dysfunctional Family that you helped out on. And uh, see you on Word. the next episode. The next episode, my guest is going to be Josh Brown. We talked about him a little bit in this oh, episode. Yeah. Uh, everybody's been uh, wanting to hear that one. There's been talk about it. I've been wanting to have him on as a guest. So we'll see you on that one. You from I the love Hill. you, Josh. Ready for whatever, though. That's what he is. Oh, that's the thing. Seamless transition. <laughs> Everything is seamless when it's flawless. Ready for hard times without struggling. And I'm ready for good times to be good again. And I'm ready for my days to get better Cause honestly I am I'm ready for whatever comes my way I'm ready for whatever comes my way I'm ready for whatever comes my way I'm ready for whatever times come my way Dance with the devil in the pale moonlight What I have, I've ranked in battle as a man new life My path has changed a little, I'ma stand up right And I laugh at anybody that be questioning mine I'll pass so many blessings you got plus a few rhymes I took hands with Lucifer once, plus a few times And now I'm changing my cars, no way I'm a foe Second chance at keeping my soul, I won't let go Now, deliverance is the key and if it ain't your cup of tea Then come and see the embassy, just let his precious ruckus leak For the time, but now I find the devil's clutch is weak And I've let go when he's gone and he's never touching me I've climbed from the fire I've reached a peak And now I finally feel it easy To try to breathe and speak Cause I've been holding hands With the devil for too long I've been holding hands With the devil too long And I, I can't be weak I know I gotta be strong Cause I've been holding hands With the devil too long And I'm ready to strong too long holding hands With the devil too long I've been, I can't be weak I know I gotta be strong Cause I've been holding hands With the devil too long And I'm Ready for hard times without struggling. And I'm ready for good times to be good again. And I'm ready for my days to get better. Cause honestly, I am. I'm ready for whatever comes my way. I'm ready for whatever. life comes you like none a goddess from a new bright sun you even let me stay in your house when you weren't home and always welcome shelter in case a new fight comes only questions with your daughter but to you like a son you would treat me like a mother would when we'd be young told me to keep the heat distant i never needed a gun but now the two of us are soon to be defeated to 
one And now it feels my knees are weak when I run But I know that I will see you again Breathing again and speaking to friends And a new life where we can begin Whether the beat be weak or intense I blaze it, me without you in my life is crazy It's like something thought up in my worst imagination A brain filled with pain and aggravation I'm waiting patient for the man to be mistaken Then get face to face and face him I'm about to blaze him You think I sell my soul for this nation My government, but it must be run by mental patients for a political innovation with material liquidation and spiritual revelations in statistical situations. Lyrical innovation, miracles rendered basic. Conspiracy no longer thinking is the key into the eyes of suicide. But bills are being taken. I'm waiting patient. Cause I've been holding hands with the devil for way too long. And I know I can't be weak. I know I gotta be strong. Cause I've been holding hands with the devil too long. And I'm holding hands with the devil too long. I've been holding hands with the devil too long and I, I can't be weak, I know I gotta be strong Cause I've been holding hands with the devil too long and I'm ready for, I'm ready for, I'm ready for whatever I I'm ready for, I'm ready for, I'm ready for whatever I I'm ready for, I'm ready for, I'm ready for whatever I I'm ready for, I'm ready for, I'm ready for whatever I Cause honestly, cause honestly, cause honestly I am Cause honestly, cause honestly, cause honestly I am
Murray gonna slay any competition Stop and listen for a minute with no limits Like the Autobahn bombing any track I'm hollering Nah, not a baller, you probably living larger than this Acting like you son of me when I'm your father in this Why even bother with this? When I be keeping shit together like a soldering kit I flip spit down the bottle of trip to push the throttle and dip uh, I'm an older cat, been influenced this cube Had Jericho juice dripping on his back while I roam the map the sack, and I don't really know why you got your own in fact. Push your boulder back with one hand. How I compare when the mics in there, man? So don't get close, cause most who approach your choke till they throw it close by my swollen hands. Like a fetus, dressed to impress with the best type of sneakers. Your girl says I got the best type of penis. Always is the meanest, and I work it like a genius. I'm a one of a kind with many layers. Mona Lisa, I can hit the stage like players of Buena Vista. I can reach the ears of the high school teachers. Citizens, seniors, as I bump from the speakers of them hoopties to beamers that are driven by professionals as well as the hoop dreamers. This is how I do it. I'm a man, and I will do it every day. I will stand. He never wanted to be what he became. Faults remain behind his brain, lost and sank like Jesus. He said it, but he doesn't really mean it. Yeah, he means it. I don't think he believes it. He's a mean kid, but he gives you what you want every time that you need it. Holds a mic in a cord, tight like a sword. It's the drug you need when you're feeding. Come on.